1: Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value.
0: Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from Anna. Anna says, okay, the irony here is is I'm pretty sure I was this kid. In the 80s, all I had to work with was two channels of TV and library books. My son is nine. He's just not into anything. He's a strong student, but sometimes it isn't easy for him. It's hard to get him to hang in there and work on it. He reads above grade level, but mostly rereads the same few typical boys' series over and over. He's in French immersion, which adds to some difficulty for him, but it's difficult for us to be involved because we don't speak French. Anyway, I want him to be a well-rounded human with interest beyond Fortnite and YouTube. We've tried soccer, karate, jujitsu, and most recently scouts. He liked scouts, but he wasn't at all upset when everything shut down in March. He hates Zoom, hasn't kept up with any virtual participation because we've saved those fights for school. When I was a kid... I eventually got more into art. He has no interest in drama, same. He doesn't care about learning an instrument. He's never been the kind of kid to get super obsessed with learning about topics like dinosaurs or construction equipment. He just kind of wants to chill and have as much screen time as he can and then switch to audiobooks and bouncing on an exercise ball. What do I do with this kid? Anna, I'm glad I got this question because I feel like I do know what to do. I have kids like this myself and I've kind of been down this road before. And the number one piece of advice that I would like to give you is that your kid is doing great. It sounds like he's having a great childhood and is a great kid. Strong reader. Do I care that he's reading Captain Poopy Pants and the Toilet Planet for the 900th time? I don't care. A kid who's reading is a kid who's reading, and kids' tastes change and books are a way to pass the time and spend time doing something interesting is a great lesson for him to be learning. And I don't care what he's reading. And I don't care for your kid and I don't care for my own kids. So I think a lot of this stuff, Anna, is the rat race of social media, which is like, whoa! I see other people and their kids seem to be reading these very fancy books and they're working their way through these amazing series. And my kid is sitting here with the toilet truck book and I can't stand it and it's just let go. It's fine. Any reading is good reading. I don't care what he's reading about. If he's reading above grade level, put a check next to that box and do not worry about it again. Any reading time is good reading time. Kudos to him. He speaks two languages at this point, or he's working on a second language, good for him. That's great. And, you know, just because you don't speak French doesn't mean you can't engage with him about it, right? You could spend time with him saying, oh my gosh, I just unloaded these packages from the store. Can you teach me how to say all of these words in French? You can engage and talk to him about it without being able to participate in speaking the language with him. So I want you to just listen and take some time to be like, oh, look at this kid I've got. He's doing fantastic. I think there is a temptation to feel like, oh my gosh, everyone else's kid is speaking Mandarin and playing Olympic junior, Olympic varsity, you know, hockey and learning to build robots after school every day. And my kids aren't doing this. And for me, one of the few but true joys of the pandemic, my grandmother Conroy had an expression. It sounds better if you say it in an Irish accent. So I will. Tis an ill wind that doesn't blow some good. And, you know. The good wind for us from this pandemic has been taking a step back from the like, okay, we gotta keep up and scouts, he's gotta keep progressing and he's gotta stay at grade level reading and we have to go to the library and pick the right books and we have to try to get him involved in sports. Oh no, he doesn't like it. What are we gonna do? The other kids are playing. uh, And just kind of take a deep breath and be home together and realize the kids are fine. They're all right. So he doesn't have a ton of interest right now. These are the two things I would say. Number one, Limit the screen time because, yes, screen time is a creeper that will fill a lot of voids. And I do think that screen time, while not harmful, especially you said he doesn't like Zoom, I know for my two boys being on Fortnite and the online games where they can communicate with their friends has been a real positive. I keep an eye on it. I don't let them go crazy. I don't let them be on for too long. But I would limit the screen time because the screen time is kind of time out. Where they're, it's not, they're not doing a ton of developing during screen time. It's fine for downtime. Then the rest of the day, I would lean into like any interests that But it doesn't have to be like an interest that you think is quote unquote useful, like learning to play an instrument. I will give you an example. One of my sons during quarantine got really into learning Fortnite dances. Now, as a parent, I'm kind of like, wait a minute, there's no Ivy League scholarships in Fortnite dancing. This is a waste of his time. But he's a pretty good dancer. And I'm like, hey, if you want to spend an hour up in your room playing music and practicing Fortnite dances, that's a perfectly fine use of an hour. And then it kind of evolved. He's also kind of acrobatic. And he decided he wanted to learn a flip. And so he had bought with his own money at some point, an air track, which is like a little thing that you do gymnastics on. And he, for five months, worked on being able to do a front flip from flat ground. And he just mastered it this week, and he's feeling great about it. It evolved into an interest. I don't know if there was a flip in one of the games or, I mean, in one of the dances, but whatever it is, That's his interest, and mastering that skill was a really useful thing for him to spend time doing, and I fight my own instinct to be like, what he really should be doing is learning the mandolin, because that is a very unusual instrument, and no one else plays it, and then at college, he can be the mandolin player. It's not interesting, and I think I have to fight it so much in myself, this thing of like, he's not interested in enough stuff. I would encourage him during his many hours of downtime, which he's going to have, to not bother you, not say he's bored, but find stuff to do. And then if you see an interest developing, you help him foster that interest a little bit. But he may be a kid who finds his interests later in life. He may be a kid who ends up, you know, latching onto something and running with it for a while and changing a lot, which is not the worst thing to happen in the world, is for a kid to have a bunch of different interests. Not every kid has to be a kid who starts devoting themselves to something at six and then is an expert on it by the time they become an adult. So I think my general advice on this, Anna, is chill out. I think it sounds fine. He sounds awesome to me. And hopefully he will, you know, find things as he goes along and you can lean in and help him on those interests. Like, oh, I see you're kind of interested in that YouTube channel about uh, robotics. Maybe we could find a robotics course and, and look into that a little bit and try to just find those seeds and help them germinate a little bit. But I wouldn't worry that much that he's not well-rounded. I think he's got a long way to go and this is a time to enjoy a kid who sounds like he's a good reader, double language speaker, and a pretty chill dude. I'm down with him. Anna, I hope that helps. And if you have a question for myself or Amy, you can send them to questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com or you can ask them on our Facebook group. Thanks for listening.
1: Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed. Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back
2: you listen to your podcasts.